0: Welcome back to the 14 Inches Podcast. We are back for episode number six. We've got a packed show today as we'll wait to see who our next president in the United States will be. But before that, we got to talk about Dalvin Cook and his four touchdowns as they upset the Packers. TT gets his first win. Lamar, another bad performance in a big game. And the Chargers find a way to lose another game. Don't go anywhere. Let's get right into it. Hello, football family and football world. Welcome back to the 14 Inches Podcast. I sound like, uh, you know, old Phil, you know, Phil Nance right there. Welcome back, football world. It's your boy, Ron Johnson, along with my man.
1: What it do? It's your boy, KT, in the building.
0: And we are here to bring you another episode as we we'll await to see who our next president is going to be. Right now, it's currently 264 to 213 on the Biden side. He's looking pretty good to walk away with the election. My man, what do you think about that?
1: It's time to get that man up out of there at the White House,
0: man. He talking about the orange man that drink too much VA?
1: Yeah, and it's just Trump. He's just time, bro. You know, your Latino families, they try to keep you in there. And you're a little hick town white folks, but I'm sorry if, if I have any white family just listen to this. I'm sorry, but yeah.
0: Hey, we're not going to get another stimulus check if that's what you're thinking. Just so you know, we ain't getting another stimulus check. I don't, care about, I
1: don't care about no gosh dang stimulus check.
0: But let's hop right into it. We're not here to talk about politics. I wish I know about, more about politics, but I don't. I just so happen to know a lot about football. I probably need to know more. But I do know. But let's hop right into our number one topic of the week. Man, this topic goes without question. We gotta talk about Lamar Jackson. He had a marvelous game, this offense was efficient, they showed some weaknesses in that defense and offense for Pittsburgh. But Lamar Jackson, four costly turnovers, and that is the ultimate reason why Baltimore wasn't able to win. You tell me, my man, is Lamar really built for these big stages? Because in the playoffs, he don't show up. Versus the Chiefs early this season, he didn't show up. And once again, four turnovers when the rubber had to meet the road. You said he had a marvelous
1: game. That's not a
0: marvelous game. Well, he had a marvelous game besides the turnovers.
1: So that's not a marvelous game, then, if he had turnovers. What's your honest opinion about the game? My honest opinion is he didn't have a good game. He, he was 13 for 28. He had two picks, and he, and he what? Fumbled twice. Fumbled twice? So how do you expect that to be a good game? And then, again, we talked about it last week. What do you have to do to stop Baltimore? The run, right? Right. And what do they do? J.K. Dobbins, he had a hundred yards, but at the, again, you know, at the end of the day, it was a, it was that sacks and that pass rush of ball, of Pittsburgh's defense that got to Lamar Jackson again. And if you contain him in the pocket, it's gonna be a long day for you. So again, I think it's Pittsburgh's defense is real. And like I've been telling people, like I told you all week before we even started this podcast, it's always Pittsburgh defense that is gonna come through for me in the end. But what did you thought? Harry, here's what I thought about the game. I thought Baltimore was controlling the line scrimmage.
0: Baltimore was doing what they had to do to win the game. But those turnovers at those key moments is what caused Baltimore not to be uh, victorious in this game. They were up 17-7. All they had to do was take care of the ball, get into the half. Lamar throws a pick. Pittsburgh scores off of. He goes on to throw another pick and fumble two times after that. If you take away those turnovers and a point, Pittsburgh's got off those turnovers. Baltimore wins this game. This man needs to take care of the ball a lot better than he is. The time of possession was 35-24 to 24 Baltimore. That means that you possess the ball over 11 minutes more, which means it's telling me in my football intelligence that you were able to move the ball successfully. Over 450 yards of total offense. Pittsburgh was like around what? Uh, total offense. Pittsburgh was where? Um, 221 to 457. Come on now. There's no way Baltimore is supposed to lose that game if Lamar Jackson does not turn the ball over four times.
1: But you know, they also had nine penalties for 110 yards. So that's an undisciplined team, right? That is an undisciplined team. And here's the deal I've been saying this since I've been watching Lamar Jackson.
0: He has to connect with those outside receivers. Even on that fourth down, that pivotal fourth down at the end of the game, he's trying to force the ball over the middle of the field. He has to throw the ball outside. People do not respect his ability to throw the ball outside. Do you think he can improve on that, man? Maybe Dez will help with that. I don't know. Stop it. You know Dez. (laughs) Dez ain't going to get on separation. If him and Dez going to be what everybody want him and Dez to be, he's going to have to get real good at throwing jump balls outside.
1: Yeah, I I agree with you on that one. But I don't know. Maybe Dez can – Maybe Des can improve his route running. What do you think?
0: No, I, look, man. He been out the lead and picked up some weight. He definitely looked a little bit slower, man. This is this is like a heap of faith for Des Bryant. If he makes the active roster and plays a couple games, that'll be a miracle in my eyes. I don't think he can help them get over the hump. These this receiving core is not that great as it is, so I don't think adding Des. This is not adding a B. This is not adding Julio or Odell. This is Dez Bryant, the same guy who couldn't produce, get separation for Dallas when they had Zeke and Dak and all those other guys. So, no, I'm not a firm
1: believer on Dez. Yeah, I agree with you on that one. I agree. Yeah, Dez is – he's looking like a tight end out there now. (laughs) Wait, now I've been saying this. I've been saying this for years.
0: If Dak can transform his game to like Larry Fitzgerald – play that that slot position that gets matchups versus linebackers, and help in the running game right there from the slot position. He can chip on defensive ends. He can help in the run game. He can run those short, precise routes. He can read coverages. He can sit in holes. That's what has helped Larry Fitzgerald's career prevail on to 15, 16 years. Dak will have to change and be that type of player, then, yeah, I can see Dak helping his team out. But as far as being an outside number one receiver, I don't see it. It's a wrap for that, huh? No, it's, he, he out of there. He <laughs> out of there. It's a wrap he out out there. yeah. But so here's my, here my question to you as uh, as we stay on this
1: segment. What is truly the ceiling for Baltimore? Uh, I see it probably, like, again, like something like division around. I don't think they can, can make it to a championship game. You don't think so? No. If they have to play somebody again, like uh, Tennessee or Pittsburgh in the divisional round, I think they, I think they can lose. They, I think they are gonna lose because Tennessee is has that formula kind of like Pittsburgh. They don't have as many weapons as Pittsburgh on offense, but they defense wise, Tennessee has that. And yes, Tennessee lost this week, but Tennessee has that formula to any given week. They can beat anybody outside of Kansas City. That's just me personally. That's what I think in Pittsburgh. So, that's why I say the ceiling for Baltimore is division round. Division round. B- <laughs> just so you
0: know before we move on to our our next segment, I did bet Jonathan 20 pushups
1: on the Cowboys and Ravens game. I got Dallas. What you mean? Oh, they playing this week? They play in a couple weeks. Oh, okay. Okay. We 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 we'll get the Jonathan's segment later. <laughs> ah,
0: so, let's move on to the Patriots. Cam Newton had a, had a very average game as well as Josh Allen. Both throw for about 150 yards. Josh Allen had a pick. But in the pivotal moments of the game, Cam Newton fumbled, and Buffalo was able to recover that fumble and basically take a knee and seal the game.
1: Man, how much trouble is all your Patriots in, man? Listen, I'm already looking forward to the draft, baby. I ain't even worried about the you season. You ain't getting room, Trevor man. Lawrence. Hey, we ain't got to get Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, I'm already, listen, I'm looking forward to if we can be able to get my man Jalen Waddle, man. That's what I'm looking for. I want the Alabama receiver. That's what I'm looking for, man. Look, man, this New England team looks depleted. I, I know a lot of people will
0: say, hey, they had some opt outs. Um, the receivers aren't the best receivers. They're not Top getting separated. But, man, this New England team is looking like Bill Belichick before he had Tom Brady. He's looking like Bill Belichick after Tom Brady. I'm Waldo. a firm believer. It was about thirty-five. It was about sixty-five to thirty-five on the Bill Belichick side. Because if I'm if I'm shopping for all the groceries, I need to be able to cook them. I ain't gonna shop and let somebody else cook them. He was doing the bulk of the work. But now that Tom Brady is gone, man, this New England team looks terrible. And that defense that has been Bill Belichick's pedigree, that defense is terrible,
1: man. Twenty twenty. Tank for Waddle, baby. 2020, tank for water, man. Hey, I don't care, man. We keep losing, man. I, i I'm, I'm. I sound like one of those crazy fans now, but I think it's good for we. We, we just keep losing. I don't even want right. to win. I don't even want to win them. No but here's the deal: tank. New
0: England has always been very strong against the run, and teams are running all over them nowadays, man. It's not your typical Bill Belichick team. I know you don't have Tom Brady. I it's know you don't have Ron Krabsky. Twelve is not walking through that building anytime soon. But I would have expected them to be better than two and four, man.
1: They rebuilding, man. This is a young team. They rebuilding, and it just what's going on. They they can't they can't do nothing without, you know, they the key players that they lost on a on a formula of they stout defense with Dante Hightower, Chung, and all those people, all those big time names are out. So. At the end of the day, I'm looking forward to the draft. I'm not going to lie to you. We can we can get a top ten pick. That'll be great for me. That'll be great for everybody else. Great for them. They're going to they have 55 million in cap space next year. So, we're looking at it. We could probably sign one or two draft pick, one or two players that probably want to come to New England. So, Hey. Let's go ahead and fast forward to week seventeen.
0: Oh, he he won't push that segment to the side. He won't move on. I want to
1: move on. He want to wanna move I on. I want to move on to week seventeen when the Patriots be two and fourteen. Hopefully, move on, move two and, on, two move and fifteen. On. Something. Get All right. There. So
0: just just to make him happy, let's move on to our next segment. Now, I was surprised by this one because I'm pretty sure I picked Tennessee to win this game. I overlooked this game. I didn't even spend any time on this game. But Joe Burrow was 26-37 of 37 for 249 yards and two touchdowns, two big touchdowns, and was able to come away with a winner versus the Tennessee Titans. Now, everybody been high on Tennessee Titans. Mike Verbal is bringing that Bill Belichick model to Tennessee. This may be the team to beat in the AFC, but, man, Joe Burrow is looking like a steal. Um, at, not, not necessarily a steal because we all knew he was great. He was a Heisman Trophy quarterback. Most first rounds don't come in and have the success like he's having. Man, what's
1: your outlook on this game overall, man? Tennessee, uh, they look past him. They look past the, the bank It was a trap game? It was a trap game, yeah. Okay. I think it was a trap game. Uh, they really didn't come – I'm looking forward to thinking like they just gonna go out there and just lay down for them. you know. Uh, the Bengals came through. They got a they got a decent team, man. You know, if they just get a few more pieces, they are gonna be all right. You know, the Bengals they they rebuild. They got a they got a quarterback. It's, it's just again, it's just the time possession. The Bengals had the ball more than more than Tennessee. Yeah, so. thirty five to
0: twenty four. Eleven more minutes of uh, time possession.
1: Then on the red zone, they well that's it's evenly, and then on penalties, penalty wise, it's even. Now these total yards, man, that's some conflicting stats, man. Um, yeah. I, you yeah. know
0: Tennessee had almost eighty to a hundred more yards of total offense. So were they just not able to? Um, were they not able to? Um, get in the end zone or what? Were they kicking field goals? Were they selling? Was it was it penalties? I man, what
1: was the reason they weren't able to win in uh, Cincinnati? I think it was just efficiency, man. It's just the the efficiency. Because if you really look at it, the efficiency on third down and fourth down is really kind of similar as well. But it's just the efficiency from both teams. Is just the capital capitalization of the of the team of the team efficiencies wasn't going wasn't good, and as well like because Henry had one hundred and twelve. And no, me, I mean he kind of like Zeke. When he get to that hundred yard mark, that, it's, team, it's a, is, yeah, yeah, that going, team is yeah, that team is a wrap. That team gonna yeah. get a W. It just, again, it just, does, it just Joe Burr wheeling his team around. Because if you... But, again, the one thing that hurt Tennessee was Tannehill's one pick. So, if you turn the ball over, it's more than likely you're going to lose. So, again, that's where they got turnovers at, right then and there. They got one turnover for Tennessee. So, yeah.
0: Well... Um I'm I'm honestly disappointed in Tennessee. I was I was thinking this was going to be um a 12 and 4 to 13 and 3 season looking at the schedule they had, but over the last couple of weeks, man, they have but just you didn't underperformed think
1: they the division though. You I said, picked Tennessee. Said, no, you said you said it ain't gonna be no room of the Titans. I remember that. Oh, I went with Houston. That's, yeah, right. That's right. We both went with Houston. Oh, we went with Houston. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we both did yeah. there.
0: We didn't go for Houston. So I mean, my, Mike Mike Verbal need to get in that room and need to reevaluate some things because that team does not look good. But we got to move on to Green Bay and Minnesota. Now I like Delvin Cook. I think he's a hell of a running back. But man, him coming back was was like astral, mental to this offense. Four touchdowns as they upset the Green Bay Packers. And before I let you go, I just want you to hear a stat. Kirk Cousins competed 11 passes and won an NFL game.
1: Yeah. That's because because Dalvin Cook, baby. You know where he came from? What, what, what You know what college he came from? I got a sneaky feeling he came from uh, FSU. He came from Florida State. You already know. <laughs> Chop them nose,
0: baby. Chop them nose. <laughs> Listen, man. Aaron Rodgers... When the team needed him most, he was not able to deliver. This game was like no other game. In the first half, I think both teams had two possessions and two touchdowns. Both teams were very solid on offense, but I just think Delvin's Cook ability to control the clock with the running game. I know everybody loved throwing the ball around the field. I know everybody loved these high scoring, these nice catches, these beautiful throws, but when you can run the ball for 183 yards, you can control the line of scrimmage. You can control the clock. And that other offense is not on the field while you're on the offense on the field. Time of possession, Green Bay had a little small edge over five over five minutes, but most of that was in the first half. When the game came down to the nitty-gritty, when rubber had to meet the road, and the trenches decided the factor, Delvin Cook was the one, and, this, and the Minnesota offense was the reason why they were able to be victorious in Green Bay.
1: Turnovers
0: again. And turnovers, of course. If you turn if if they possession the ball for that long and you come in turnovers, that's a double whammy. You're not gonna get out of Green Bay with a win. I think Aaron Rodgers was sharp early. He was a little off late. And hey, Minnesota was victorious, man. I gotta give it up to him. O Zim pulled one out. Yeah.
1: That's they really did. You know, the Green Bay had more total yards. they they but you had too many penalties. They had nine penalties, eighty five yards, what they had one one more turnover than Minnesota, so again, but you had time of possession, you had thirty two, so but if you can't control the ball, you control the clock, but if you can't keep a hold of the ball, then you're gonna lose the you're gonna lose the ball game. So at the end of the day, you gotta give Minnesota credit where credit was due and yeah.
0: Yeah, I give I give Minnesota credit. Um at this
1: point in the season they had to pick up a W two as well. Oh yeah, it was, they were about they were like one and five or two and five right, coming right. through. So yeah, they they had to pick up this
0: dub, So Right. I, th- I still think the division will align in Green Bay's hands. They will be the division winner. But yeah. Minnesota got a good division win, That's- and we notice when we watch the vi- division games are always tight. Oh, no matter always. if one team is one and oh and fifteen, the other team is fifteen and 0 Division games are always, always tight. tight, but. We can't leave today without talking about the Saints and the Bears. The the Bears got off to an early start, man. They were up by 10 points, and the Saints were able to come back. This offense from the Bears is so bad. It does this defense a disservice. Man, what is the true ceiling for these Bears, man? And be honest with me.
1: Uh, I'll be honest with you, they probably can make it to the wild card and then lose in the wild card. Just to be honest with you, brother. If just
0: this defense honest. can hold up through the season like you said, they could make a wild card. But this offense is just so pathetic. Nick Foles, Mr. Bisky, whoever it is back there, it's just not going to get the job done.
1: Yeah, they don't have enough outside of my man, Allen Robinson. They don't have enough, man. They they just can't get it done, man. It just you, – you, you, you got a decent running back in Montgomery – but I got a couple running backs. Yeah, that's true, that's true. But it's just at the end of the day, though if you can't possess the ball down the field, then what you gonna do? You know? Yeah. Well here's the deal. Let's talk let's let's move on to the Saints. Do you think that this team is legit? Yeah, if they play ball like how they play ball this weekend and if they be consistent, I think they can they can make this
0: both. But here's the crazy thing about it though. I really think this team is more of a defense led team than offense now.
1: I mean that's what it's looking like because Drew Brees is not really doing what he usually do, and he's not throwing for like five thousand yards a year. I mean he's he's he probably gonna throw for another three four four probably forty five hundred. And you know he he ain't even get three hundred this game. You know he had forty one attempts, so you know he had two two uh, TDS and you know Jerry Cook him and him and Cook got a thing going on right now. So I mean they cooking every week, but. Yeah, man, Kamara is a workhorse, man. On the on the oh, yeah. run that's, game, that's a twelve
0: for sixty seven in the a passing game, nine for ninety six. I mean, that's basically one hundred and seven yards accounted for by him alone from the line of scrimmage. Yeah. He's a workhorse.
1: This offense runs through him. But I ain't gonna lie to you, though. I like that uh, that Mooney kid from Chicago. He's pretty decent. That uh, I I don't know. Are oh, you talking about the guy that hit
0: the guy in the head,
1: snatch the chain? No, I'm talking about this. <laughs> no, I'm talking about this dude right here. This dude is uh, Dar- Dar- Darnell Mooney.
0: Oh, he's not a bad little
1: cat. Yeah, he's he a he, decent guy. Yeah, he
0: coming out of decent nowhere. decent size, nice yeah. run, good routes. Yeah, know. he coming out of nowhere. Yeah.
1: He, like him and Nick Foles got something going on. Yeah, he's a decent cat. If if he can keep doing what he's doing, be consistent, and then you know him and Allen Robinson can have something going on. But Nick Foles just got to keep the ball because he, he 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 threw a pick, and I didn't I didn't really like that. But you know, so it's just at the end of the day, you got to keep you got to keep possession of the ball if you want to win in the NFL. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Right. So let's move on to another um, surprising subject.
0: Uh, I'm sorry, another surprising segment. Man, TT got his first win versus the Rams. Now this defense has been playing lights out. This defense has been playing probably the bestest play all season over the last couple of weeks, and this offense has been moving the ball just fine. So I this. Was every indication to believe that the Rams were gonna be able to beat T.T. in his first start. But man, were we wrong? 28 to 17 Dolphins. Well, go ahead wrong. and give go ahead and give me your Flores spill because I know you like that
1: man. You think he the up
0: and coming coach in the league.
1: I said it last week. I said if you're a bad man, you should take the the Dolphins. And then, of course, what happens? This week, Miami came. Through with a dub. Because right. I, I told you what I tell you. Brian, Brian Flores is building something special down there in Miami. I mean, it's going to probably take another year or two. But Miami is going to be decent, man. They already got a winning winning spirit. Them and Buffalo already started the process of rebuilding. New England was behind the curve with it now. So we're going to be kept trying to play catch up to two teams that's already building up in the AFC East with Buffalo and Miami. And the Jets, we just both we gonna be trying to play catch up with them. So at the end of the day, you know, to it, they got they they got their star quarterback. I mean he didn't he didn't have a decent he didn't have an awesome day, but he just did what he's supposed to do. He controlled he controlled the game. He played as a conservative quarterback like he was supposed to, controlled the clock. And gave the ball off the gasket and threw, threw the ball around just a little bit and let his defense control the game. Because the turnover was killed. The turnover was killed him with Jerry Goff. He had two turnovers, he had uh, two picks, and he lost the ball, and they took it back for a touchdown. So at the end of the, 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 the Van Gwinkle, Gu- whoever this dude's name is, second quarter, he had a seven, 78 yard fumble return. So turnovers like, killed the Rams. Yeah, turnovers killed the Rams. That's for sure. But it's just at the end of the day, uh, you know. Again, it was just Tua just do what he's supposed to do. He control the game, control the clock, and just make sure that they get out of there with a W. And that's what they did. But they played good defense. Now here's the deal: with Buffalo playing solid ball,
0: Miami seems to be up and coming. They coming. Bro. They coming. Are you it ain't up and coming bro. Are, they coming, bro? Are
1: you telling me New England might be the third best team in the division its it's looking like it already it ain't no and ain't no looking like it's that's what it is okay they are the third best team right now it, after twenty years of dominance in that division oh, yeah they're the third best team i in mean the i'm league. a I'm a patriots fan, but when reality hits the fan, reality hits the fan the, we are the third best team in this division right now, and like again what i what i said Buffalo has the formula already they 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 team is set They already good for the rebuild. Miami is slowly already getting that rebuild threshold done with as well. Mm-hmm. New England, we behind the curveball. Behind the curve, we behind the curveball because we had Tom Brady for twenty years. When we when we had the quarterback, the young quarterback, and the nucleus to start to build it, we we traded him away to San Francisco because we wanted to keep Tom Brady. No, well, Robert Brady,
0: Kraft wanted to keep Tom Brady. Correct,
1: correct, that is true. But at the end of the day. Tua, Miami, because I'm not gonna get into it, make this a whole Patriots segment. But Tua, Miami, they already did with the rebuild. And they got all they still got at least about five to six picks in the first two rounds coming up in the next year's so draft. They could be able to get some good they players. They have in the Houston picks, man. They got Houston's picks. They got a Houston pick from the first round from Tunsil. They still got that pick. Yes, they do. Oh, I forgot about and that. And Houston, what is Houston's record? Got to remember that. So Miami's going to get another top 10 pick. Okay. So you see what top I'm saying? Top 10 and top 15. Miami, I mean, Houston is not going to do good this year. Houston is going to be, t- Houston is trash right now. They, they only won one game. So at this point in time, Miami's looking like a top five pick. So man, Miami so, could be on the song. So so you see what I'm saying? Miami mm-hmm. has all the nucleus to get a another good player for a tour. They can get one of those receivers. They can get my man Waddle, or they can get uh the other dude that uh Minnesota. I can't even think of his name right now, but they can, can get, get some weapons for TT. Man. Definitely, what I'm saying yeah, they get some weapons for TT, and Miami can be on there jumping, man. I'm trying. That's what I'm saying. But yeah, that was a good win for Miami though. Okay, so we know we
0: ain't we don't get out of uh, my episode without talking my, talking about my guy TB twelve. Him and the Bucks were able to escape on a eh, iffy call on a uh, passing offense or not passing offense on a two point conversion after Danny Dimes hit Golden Tate um, for a touchdown. Did
1: what? What? How do you rate Tom on this game? Uh, I give him a I give him a B. He did all right, yeah. I mean it was it was the, average, yeah, average game, you know, I mean, uh, at the end of the day, a w is a w i mean, so like it's like you know, but again, he they put too much pressure on Tom brady man, he he ain't had this many weapons since oh seven, but still it's like forty forty pass attempts, man, and it's still it's still just early November. It's like you know you're gonna need time, you're gonna need that on in, in December and january so. You got to ease up on that, man. You got
0: to ease up on his own. Here's the thing I noticed about Tampa Bay, and I've been watching it closely. They don't got a running game. The running game is not as solid as it needs to be. Tom is still that guy. When you need passes delivered in the fourth quarter, he can still do it. But at this point in his career, 40 attempts is too much for him. He needs a solid running game. And if you look at these stats, how many rushing yards did they have? uh rushing attempts
1: they
0: had 81 81 rushing yards
1: that's not enough son
0: that's not going to be enough between those three backs they got yeah. they going to need to run for 100 and 120 a game because they need those linebackers to be sink- sinking up to stop the run and time hit them over the top
1: exactly
0: and they going to need that running game yeah. i cannot say it enough this Tampa bay team is loaded on offense but kind of similar to Pittsburgh, Tom Brady may be the Achilles. Tom Brady may be the weak link on the offense. He is still the guy. He can still deliver. Yeah. But he's not the guy that can throw 45 times a game anymore. No, sir. He
1: can't. I'm, in December January, no, sir. No,
0: I'm not worried about Tampa Bay because I know they have the weapons. Yeah. But what I'm a little skeptical on skeptical on, is offense, I mean running the ball, and defense. Is that defense disciplined? Can that defense stop the run? Can that defense... Make tackles? Can their defense not blow coverages? And can they run a the ball? That's gonna be the key because, t- man, New York put some stuff on tape that that other teams might try to duplicate. Would you not agree?
1: Oh yeah, they they gonna every. It's a copycat league in the NFL. That's 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 off top. You know what I mean? So but. At the end of the day, New York turned the ball over two times. So. Oh, that
0: was the difference in the game because every turnover yeah. they had, Tom Brady yeah. and the Buccaneers and, were able to and, uh, capitalize exactly. on that. Exactly,
1: and possession wasn't really that much of a difference. They were just uh, a few seconds more, so at the end of the day. It, was it, just, it came
0: down to turnovers. It came down yeah, to turnovers. And, was, and another thing I keep paying attention to is Mike Evans because he ain't getting no passes. He had five for 55 in the touchdown last game, but before that he'd been catching one or two balls. This man has made a living in the NFL catching deep balls, making big spectacular plays, and he's not having it with Tom Brady, man. I don't know if the offense is not set up for him to get those those deep throws or Tom just can't get the ball out to him no more.
1: Yeah, he got a
0: touchdown. He he happy. It's not what we're used to seeing from Mike Evans. But overall, it was a good win. Any win in the NFL is tough. These are NFL players. These are legit athletes, some of the best players in the world. If you get a win, you should be happy. But, man, there are some major concerns coming out of Tampa Bay, man.
1: Yeah, I think they'd be all right, man. It's just, it's just a run game that's really iffy right now. That's all it is. It's just a run game.
0: So let's highlight some of our top games uh from next week. Um man, we gotta start with, you know, one of the games that everybody is talking about, man. Chicago and Tennessee. Is Chicago gonna be able to continue continue this little win streak or is Tennessee gonna get back on track? Uh
1: Tennessee will probably get back on track. Uh I think it's just a matter of time of Getting back in motion with, you know, with everything going on, the defense is just—they—they they had a little off game last week. I think Nick Foles is going to give up some more turnovers this week, and I think, I think Tennessee going to get back on track this week. I think you know it's just—it's just what it is. You know, the spread is six. Tennessee favorite. If I was a best man, I'd, I'd cover that spread with the Tennessee Titans. I will cover it too.
0: I think after losing two games in a row. Tennessee should be fired up. I think this Chicago's offense is terrible, um, to say the least. Yep. And this game is played in Tennessee, half a stadium, no stadium, just the, comfortability, the comfortability, com- com- comfortability of sleeping in your own bed, being in your own city, being in your own comfort zone. Um, I like Tennessee in this game. Uh, other than that, let's talk about Buffalo and Seattle, another big game. I like Seattle on this game. I'm going to skip you. I like Seattle on this game, even if it's in Buffalo. Why you say you're going to skip me? Just because I want to get mine out of the way, it was nice and simple.
1: Oh okay, I thought you were gonna let me pick or nothing. No, right. I just went first. Oh okay, that's cool. But you know, yeah, right, Seattle gonna win anyway. We can go ahead by now. We're going with Seattle. <laughs> yes, ah, yeah. We're both gonna go okay. with Seattle. That's for he, sure. You was gonna agree. Yeah, you knew I was gonna agree. That's why you skipped me,
0: huh? Yeah. Baltimore on the coast, man. Um, uh, Le- Lamar is gonna travel to Indy. He's gonna take that running game and uh and that, and, that, and that offense to Indianapolis. I like Baltimore in this game. And honestly, I don't think it's going to be a blowout. I like this game to be tight. Somewhere between three to seven points.
1: It's going to be your upset of the week. Colts going to win this game, man. Colts going to win. And man. I'm going to tell you why. If 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 they get their center and they get their run game going with Jonathan Taylor and Jordan Wilkins, if they playing and Phillip Rivers don't turn the ball over they can they can win this game, because the Colts have a sneaky good defense. That that linebacker they got, he's a good dude, man. He I can't even think of his name right now, but he he's a good dude, man. But at the end of the day, when it comes down to it, Lamar Jackson is going to be able not be able to keep the formula going of him running the ball and and doing what he wanted to do. So I I like the Colts at home this week.
0: I like the Colts too. I mean I like the I like the Ravens in the close game, um, indoors, good climate. Um, I think Gus Edwards and and the Dolphins run the ball well last last week. Um, I expect them to be able to run the ball decently fair this week. I like the Ravens when they're not playing the Chiefs or the or the Pittsburgh Steelers. They seem to dominate man. So I, I like I like the Ravens this week. Yeah. Okay, I mean that's that's you. I mean, yeah. Sunday night football, man. The 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 all-time leading touchdown record is uh going back and forth week to week. I keep up with it cuz I want time to uh end up having the most touchdowns, but Drew Brees and the Saints, they return a favor and they uh return to Tampa Bay, man. What's your prediction?
1: I think Tampa Bay gonna get them. I I think I think I said at the beginning of the year that they was going to split. So this is gonna be the split right here. They playing at Tampa Bay on Sunday night. The Saints got them at home, so now it's time to return a favor for Tampa Bay. A B gonna play. It's not gonna be much of a difference. I mean, unless they just forcing the ball like how they they just forcing the ball. But uh, I think yeah, I think if I think I think they it, yeah, it's gonna be Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay gonna win this one. Uh, it's a five point spread. Yeah, I think I think Tampa Bay covered by a touchdown.
0: I like Tampa Bay by seven
1: in this game. Yeah. Listen, they're at home.
0: A.B. is new to the team. This team should be fired up. Not only should they be fired up for those reasons, but they already lost to the Saints, and everybody knows if you're going to win the NFC, the NFC South, right? You ha- it's, it's going to be Tampa Bay and New Orleans. And if you're going to win it, you can't lose two games to the same team in the division. I like Tampa Bay in this game. I like them somewhere around 34-27, to maybe 34-30. to It'll be close, but I like Tampa Bay in this game.
1: Yeah, uh, I agree with you on that one, brother. I agree with you on that one. You got your your players of the week. You going to do your players of the week? My players of the week? We didn't do it last week. We didn't do the players of the week, so we we got to get get back on track. We got to get back to our secret blueprint
0: that has made us successful. The players of the week uh, on the offensive side of the thing on offensive side of things, I mean, do we even have to talk about this? Devin Cook, man, four touchdowns, yeah, one hundred and eighty-three yards rushing And his first game
1: back. Right, uh, no cobwebs for him. I gotta go with Devin Cook. Yeah, okay, okay, yeah. I'm gonna go with Patrick Mahomes because he just Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> He's Patrick Mahomes. Oh, Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, and he, and he and he did his thing against the against the Jets. You yeah. know, you know, it was. It was what he was supposed to do, so you know at the end of the day. So yeah, but yeah, you did a good choice, my man, for Florida State. I I, 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 I I'm, glad, I'm, glad, I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad you did I, that. I bro. just
0: so happened to watch the whole game, so man, I see him tear up on the defensive side of things. Who you got?
1: Man, I'm gonna go with I don't know, bro. I, I ain't even watched no defense this week. I you ain't watched no defense. This I week. ain't watched no defense this week. You just go ahead with your pick. I, I ain't watched no
0: defense this week. You didn't watch any defense on this on this week. I'm gonna go with JJ Watt. I don't know if you watched the Ravens game, but he was in Lamar Jackson face. I didn't face. watch the Ravens game. He was in Lamar Jackson's face all day. He was he was had quarterback hurries. He had made plays for in the backfield. He was an all-out beast, man. I got to go J.J. Watt. I'm going to take
1: your word for that You're going to take J.J. Watt. I'm going to take, okay. take your okay. word for that one. I ain't going to take J.J. Watt, but I'm going to take your word for that one. You're going to take J.J. Watt. you
0: going to take my word. All right. I'm going to take so, your word for it. So that's going to conclude um, this episode. I hope everybody enjoyed the episode. Don't forget to rate, review, and, uh, and you know.
1: Are you
0: going to give uh, a Jonathan a Oh, Jonathan. Yeah,
1: you gonna skip over John this second. Listen
0: man. folks, listen folks. John <laughs> we'll give you an update on Johnson, man. He he left the game at halftime with a with the with the hamstring pull. He's got a, a weird way of thinking. Stretching is not that important. It don't really do nothing for you. So <laughs> as it starts to get cold and those muscles take longer to warm up, um if you don't stretch, you, you tend to pull things. So he pulled a hamstring. We've been doing our therapy, icing it and uh putting heat on it. So, uh, hopefully this week, man, he can have a good turnout as they uh, go into the last game of the season, man. He going to play this week? Yeah, he going to play. He going to play. He going to be about 70%, but he going to play. Oh, man. He's just going to sit
1: it down. Going to sit it down. Yeah. Season over anyway, sir. They, so, haven't, they still haven't won a game, by the way, folks.
0: No, they have They're not going to win no games.
1: I mean, forget <laughs> it. Man.
0: If you live in Arkansas, you ever heard of a town called Rogers? Um, just... There's a team called Oakdale that will never not win no games. So, <laughs> uh, if you're if you think about sending your kid there, don't do your kid this service and don't don't do it to you. <laughs> and the only way you're gonna make it through games is if you have like a secret flask with like crown in it, you might make it through the games. Am I
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's, that sounds bad. Right. But
0: check this out. Please rate and review the podcast. Leave your honest opinion. Um, we love to hear the truth. We're not soft-hearted people, and at the end of the day, we want to get better at what we do. This is our first season on the 14 Inches Podcast, and we plan to um, continue doing this. And a big part of that will be with our fans, our rates, and our reviews. So please do that. Until next time, from your boy Ron Johnson, uh, man, have a good weekend. Go Cowboys.